In this podcast, we will be discussing sensitive topics such as sexual assault. It is important to take care of yourself while listening. Help is available through your local rape crisis center, and you can visit mcasa.org for more information on how to be connected. Hey everyone, it's Meredith, Training and Engagement Specialist at the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault, and this is MCASA On The Go, the official podcast of the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault. MCASA is the federally recognized state sexual assault coalition, providing training, technical assistance, and policy advocacy to rape crisis centers and member organizations across the state. MCASA also provides direct legal services to survivors of sexual assault through our Sexual Assault Legal Institute. In this podcast, we discuss topics including, but not limited to, sexual violence prevention and response, legal issues surrounding sexual violence, and highlighting services available for survivors across the state of Maryland. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, where we work to build connected communities dedicated to ending sexual violence and supporting survivors. In fact, this April, 2022, marks the 21st anniversary of the first official Sexual Assault Awareness Month. We thought what better way to celebrate than to spend some time talking to college students across the state about their prevention efforts on campus. Each week this month, I and MCASA's policy advocate for prevention and education, Maddie, will be sitting down with student groups to discuss their sexual violence prevention efforts and how they're making an impact in their campus communities. Today, we sit down with Samuel Smith from Towson University's Sexual Assault Peer Educator Program. All right. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. So great to have you. We'll start with some introductions. Um, as the folks know for my intro, my name is Meredith. My pronouns are she, her. I'm the training and engagement specialist at MCASA. I am also the host of MCASA On The Go. Hi, everyone. My name is Maddie LeCure. I am the policy advocate for prevention and education at MCASA. And I will turn it over to our guest today, Samuel from Towson, to introduce himself. Hi, so I'm Samuel. I am a double major in psychology and women and gender studies with a minor in LGBT studies, and I am a peer-to-peer educator for the Sexual Assault Peer Education Program um, at Towson University. Thank you so much for joining us today and for being a part of our podcast. Um, as you know, we're doing a Sexual Assault Awareness Month series on the podcast where we're highlighting student groups from around the state. So it's so nice to have you here um, answering our questions. It's great to be here. So first, we'd love to know all about the Sexual Assault Peer Educators Program. If you could just give us a little bit of information on your student group and the main goal of your group. Yeah, so Sexual Assault Peer Educators is a peer-to-peer domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and uh, sexual assault education program on campus. So we work through our school's health center. We give workshops and we give presentations, and we really have those one-on-one conversations as well with students about sexual violence and intimate partner violence on campus. And we give people resources, and um, we give that education and Um, Sometimes it's like in-class workshops. Sometimes we give workshops to groups, but we also do, we do really fun events um, as well to kind of get this information out about what sexual violence is, what intimate partner violence is. We have workshops on what to do as a bystander, which is popular with RAs on campus. We have workshops on healthy relationships. We also have events like we have Bingo and Monopoly that focuses on sexual violence, but our focus is 
students giving this education to other students. Awesome. Thank you so much. And how did you get involved with the Sexual Assault Peer Educator Program? So I actually, um, I've had, I've been interested in sexual violence prevention for a really long time. And my sophomore year of college, I saw an advertisement saying that SAPE was recruiting. So I filled it out and I interviewed with Carly, who's kind of the head, like my boss, basically, and with our master's student. And it was just kind of a thing of like, it just felt like a very natural progression. So I also do uh, research on um, intimate partner violence in the trans community through my school's sexual and gender identity lab. And it was just kind of a thing of like, I wanted something very tangible and I wanted to really have that kind of that direct action. Um, so I saw that they were, you know, not really hiring, but they were looking to add students to the peer education program. And I just applied, didn't think I would get in, honestly, but I I got in. And so I've been a member of SAPE since fall of my junior year. That sounds great that that's something that is being actively advertised on campus. I feel like often there's so many student groups on college campuses that you can often feel like, how do I know which one I want to join? And sometimes they're not always advertised. So I'm glad that your group is really getting the word out there um, and recruiting passionate students like yourself. Sound like you're doing a lot of great work also outside of this program. Um, I'm really interested in maybe learning more about that. Um, the LGBTQ, like a gender lab, you said it was called? Yeah. So I'm also a member of the Sexual and Gender Identity Lab, which is run by a um, professor of psychology. And so I specifically am researching intimate partner violence in um, the trans community. So looking specifically at trans and non-binary individuals. Kind of with SAPE, I've kind of accidentally fallen into a role that I love of doing the um, LGBTQ research and the LGBTQ advocacy. That's really my main focus. So when I talk to students, I try to make sure it's very inclusive. And um, with workshops for SAPE, I've been working towards, you know, getting that research out there for other SAPE members, advocating for queer students on campus, and just really making sure that the needs and the voices of LGBTQ students on campus are heard because sexual violence is so common in the LGBTQ community, especially the trans and non-binary community. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually something that outside of this podcast, um, we have a new prevention project on preventing sexual violence in the LGBTQ plus community. So I'll probably keep in touch with you after this podcast so we can maybe connect on how to collaborate in that sense. So yeah, that's great to hear that um, you're involved in all aspects of that. But April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so we really want to touch on how your group is engaging the Towson campus in Sexual Assault Awareness Month during April. So a bulk of our um, events this semester are actually during April. So we're going to be having lots of events on campus. We've been pulling in people from other organizations outside of Towson to, like we had a workshop a week or two ago with Turnaround Inc. regarding sexual violence in Latinx communities. Um, So really focusing on making sure we're making our work intersectional and inclusive. We're going to be having, I think, Bingo and Monopoly, which is, it's done on campus and students can kind of walk up and join. We're doing other events. We're working on another workshop that's going to be new. And all SAPE students have a chance to kind of pitch in and give their own, give their own little flair to this workshop. And that'll be, that'll be given at the end of April. And so it's just kind of, we have a lot of events scheduled for April. And I think that's pretty typical from my understanding for SAPE is that spring semester, 
the bulk of our work is done in April. And so it's just kind of like events, I swear, if I had to guess, it's like at least one or two events, probably more every single week. And of course, SAPE students are also having these conversations outside of SAPE and, you know, talking to friends, classmates, or at least, uh, you know, I, I would say a majority of us, of us are probably also having those conversations. And we're doing Instagram posts too. We really engage a lot of students through social media. So a lot of SAPE members are, you know, pitching in to have um, informational and educational materials posted to Instagram to really get that word out there. Great. That all sounds awesome. Um, in addition to Sam, what else do you do in the program to engage the campus year round? So year round, I mean, it's, we do a lot of events. We, um, we also work with the health center for what's called fire pit Fridays, which I've really enjoyed. Um, you make s'mores, different peer education groups will do tabling and have conversations with students. That's what I really love is those one-on-one conversations where I can educate people, but it also feels a little bit more personable. We have events all the time. We help with, um, so there are other organizations on campus. We have a like booming student organization population, tons and tons of organizations on campus, and we like to work with them. Um, We've also worked previously with different academic departments like the Women and Gender Studies Program. And we've worked with professors to give workshops, give presentations as part of curriculum as well. So this is this is not just a thing that we do in April. I would say spring semester, a bulk of our events and workshops are during April just because it's so printing. But it is it's all it's all year round and it'll vary month to month. I think October is also a really big time where we have a lot of events, but it's I mean, it's all semester long fall and spring semester, but it varies based on the needs of the student body. And so that's also what I really like too, is it's a very fluid program where we do have things that we do, like every spring semester we have, we work with other peer education programs for a program called Sex in the Dark, which is a program where um, sex experts come and give Q&A panels that are anonymous. Um, So that's a thing that happens like every spring semester. But we also have professors who will reach out to us and say, hey, I want to do a class on sexual violence prevention. Can you come give a workshop? And so that's going to vary semester by semester and year by year. That's awesome. It sounds like you have so many on-campus events. Sounds like you are very busy people. Um, (laughs) I can't imagine having to balance that with being a student and all your other extracurriculars, but it sounds like you all are a great team and you really make it work. I'm glad that you're, you have your own set events, but then you also are hearing from the needs of professors and from students. And um, I know from, I've worked with a few uh, people at Towson before, you have a really close-knit community, um, especially in the sexual violence prevention and response realm. So it's awesome to hear. And so if students and others in the campus community are interested in getting involved with SAPE, how can they go about that? So every um, spring semester, we um, we put out applications, basically, um, where students can apply. And then sometime during the spring semester, maybe sometimes fall or summer mini semester, um, if, uh, if the health education program is interested in having you join, then you'll get an interview. Um, it's a very, very casual interview. I was like super nervous, but it's it's very, very chill, um, where they just ask you questions about why you're interested in joining SAPE, 
um, your experience maybe with sexual violence prevention and sexual violence work. Um, and then before this fall semester, you hear back. So um, it's just, it's kind of like applying for a job, except way more low key. Say like maybe your favorite thing about being a SAPE or maybe um, if folks are interested and if you could just give like a little, maybe what do we call that? Um, like a testimony, just like a little like elevator pitch on why folks should join your program. So I've really liked SAPE because it's very much a, it's an intersectional, very social justice based approach. Um, so with the work I've been doing in my research, one of the things I've noticed is that um, sexual violence work can be very cis-heteronormative and very white. Um, and for me, I have not had that experience with SAFE at all. And it's it's a very like growing community. Um, it's also very close-knit. So everyone in SAFE knows everyone in SAFE. Like the thing I like about Towson is groups can be super big. Um, which SAPE, SAPE is, you know, fairly big. Um, groups can be very big, but also very close knit. Um, and I really love having those one-on-one conversations with other students um, because I feel like that's where a lot of the change comes from is, you know, the peer-to-peer education. So like what I've noticed is a lot of times like professors or sex ed teachers will give um, classes and talks and show the literature, but that people don't always take it seriously until it's coming from a peer. And so you can, I mean, I've had conversations where I can see people growing and learning and, um, you know, changing how they view things like consent, like healthy relationships and abuse. And that's not something that you'll really get a whole lot if you're in like a 60 person lecture hall. Um, And the events are just super fun. Like we have all sorts of really fun events. Um, Students who aren't members of SAPE love going to the events. Students who are members of SAPE love putting on the events. Um, And it's a community where, like like you said, like it grows and changes with the needs of the students. So it's not like a super static thing um, if you don't want it to be static. Like you you can really see SAPE grow and change. And um as a SAPE member, you can really have an impact on SAPE and on the broader Towson community. So we are on Instagram as Towson SAPE. It's all one word. So it's Towson S-A-P-E. And then on Twitter, we are Towson SAPE. SAPE members put out really good educational material, especially on Instagram. Um, And it's something that I think people outside of the Towson community can also benefit from. I mean, I've been, I took a gap year and I didn't unfollow SAPE because they were just putting out like great educational material. The infographics are always just so pretty and Mm -hmm. so educational. um, And there's so much interesting stuff that people put out and it's always pertinent too. like at one point SAPE put out um, educational material on sexual violence in the military for, I think, Veterans Day. Um, And there's been information like just all sorts of things related to sexual violence on campus. Um, And just things that would be relevant to the needs of Towson students, which Towson is a amazingly diverse community. So it's really good to see like all of these different things popping up and seeing the things that SAFE members post that people may not think, may not think to post otherwise or things that 
people may not think is like relevant to Towson students when it really is. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think we often think of campus sexual assault in like one small little bubble. But when we think about, you mentioned intersectionality and the different needs and identities of folks on campus. So that's, I mean, I'm probably going to give you all a follow. If I, I think I do already follow you, but I'm going to go follow that right now. Thank you so much, Samuel, for joining us today. It was great hearing about the Towson State Program. Everyone uh, who's listening on our page, feel free to give them a follow or like on their content on social media uh, and get more involved with the programs going on in the prevention world at Towson. Thank you so much, Samuel. Thank you so much. It was great being on the podcast. Thanks again. This Sam MCASA is continuing our Moments Create Movements campaign to engage Marylanders and share stories of how our actions can create major change in the sexual violence prevention movement. We want to hear from people who live and work in Maryland about steps they take to prevent sexual violence. We also want to know what people think their communities could do better to prevent sexual violence. These responses may be featured on our social media throughout April. And you can check out the link in the description to submit your own answer to our Moments Create Movements campaign. Thanks for listening to MCASA On The Go. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support our podcast, please feel free to subscribe, share this with others in your network, or post about it on social media. To learn more about what MCASA is doing for Sexual Assault Awareness Month, including our Moments Create Movements campaign, feel free to check out the links in the description of this episode. Maddie and I will be back next week with another episode featuring three students from Harvard Community College to tell us more about their sexual assault and violence education program. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.